ECHC.TV studios, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops, present College Hockey West Weekly. Behind the Mask's College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. The NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV to watch the best in college hockey since 2013. The Tag Creative Group. Search Rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly, with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at thespaghettishack.com. Liberty University, play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza. At JetsPizza.com, discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the NCHC.TV studios, presented by Behind the Mask, is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right, welcome in, hockey fans, to another Tuesday night, another episode of College Hockey West Weekly. A little late, my apologies, running uh, a little bit behind uh, in Southern California. Scott Strandy with you tonight from Carlsbad, California. My co-host, as always, never running late, always on time in that big, beautiful palatial estate out on Long Island, New York. Paul Hornstein. Paul, how are things? Uh, I'm really cranky. You should be because uh, you'd have to match my crankiness, which is going to be one heck of a battle. First world problems. I just watched my... Islanders blow another third period lead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I wish. I wish that's what I was cranky about. Uh, anyway. No, I'm saying that. I, well, I mean, there's lots that I could be cranky about, too, but I just figured that was the one that was hockey related. <laughs> he should be a coyote. Uh, they, uh, they're very hot. They have just Arizona whooped, Coyotes, by the way. Uh, the Coyotes have just whooped up on everybody. They've beaten the last five Stanley Cup champions in a row. It's just, uh, crown them. Just crown them the champion right now. The There's no now. reason to go any farther. Just give them the cup now. Yep, and let's have a parade right through the Arizona State University campus. Right there. Oh, you can university. be there. You can right be there, there leading the parade. Right there on university. Right yeah. Down the, right down the middle of campus. Yep, you can be there. You and Coach Powers can maybe be right at the front. Yeah, that would work. <laughs> Oh, this is this is more and more ridiculous. But don't worry, they found a new piece of land in uh, northeast Phoenix. Uh, I don't know if you've been to Phoenix lately, Paul. I have not. There's not a lot of well, northeast or west or central or south. Phoenix is pretty much landlocked, unless you're going north of uh, of the 101 freeway, which would then put you very near uh, Cave Creek and cities up there. So where this magical piece of land is going to come from, from northeast Phoenix, I'd like to know. Not Scottsdale, not Mesa, not Tempe, not Glendale, northeast Phoenix. Listen, half that town wasn't even there when I was there. <laughs> it's there now. It's there now. And a lot like Tempe, Phoenix is pretty much landlocked. The land existed, but that was about it. 
<laughs> anyway, um, I'll get off of that bandwagon. I just had to try to cheer myself up for about 10 seconds. Well, um, well listen, I mean, it matters. What matters? Uh, I just, it matters. <laughs> Anyway, if the Coyotes get a new building in Arizona, you know what? Um, They're going to be tenants for at least two, maybe three more years in your building. In your building. That's why it matters. (laughs) And uh, that's if they break ground real quick, like uh, maybe in the next two months. Well, they they said it would have July of 2024. Oh, that's when they're going to start breaking ground or what? Well, uh, assuming that any of this is true. Right. But so if you start in that part of 2024, you can wipe out the 24-25 season. You can wipe out 25-26. And you can hope to get things underway 26-27. Well, uh, I will say this. Um, Ownership, if you actually do do this and... um, you know, um, uh, I need to be see- I need to be shown. So, um, my my suggestion is you pay for extra construction crews. <laughs> You're funny. You are funny. Well, um, anyway, uh, but we don't, we don't need to go down this road. Let's let's no. wait till there is some something concrete uh, to to battle with. Um, What is concrete is that I'm in Southern California, and the traffic, well, the weather is wonderful. The traffic is kind of crazy, and, uh, you know, when you're bouncing around doing stuff, sometimes you don't get to where you want to be, and then there's other issues um, when you're hoteling it for a lot, which we are. Right. Um, I I don't. Anyway, um, we don't need to get into that either, but anyway, um, I want to talk tonight, uh, since we don't have a guest on, um, I want to talk tonight about the conference matchups in the nchc and really the matchups of our 10 teams because this is another outstanding weekend uh of college hockey so so let's just go through the nchc teams that we have first and then we'll break off to to what arizona state's doing and what what denver's doing and then i know you got some stuff nli uh related and and other stuff like that we'll get to those if we can but um, the Denver Pioneers, Paul, are going well, to Western Michigan. It's <laughs> gracious. Yeah, I mean, They're from the from the fire to the frying pan, right here. Yeah, I mean, you you know, I mean, it's it's an it's a conference weekend. It's an NCHC conference weekend, right? I mean, so you know, there's always going to be storylines. <laughs> storylines right. are battles because there's another battle going on at the University of North Dakota with Colorado College who thought they played pretty well last weekend and I think they did and now they're going to do battle against North Dakota in Grand Forks well uh, first of all if you're Denver right uh, you know you're, you're trying to keep up you, you know you're you're all you're already seven points behind St. Cloud I mean, we're talking about North Dakota, and we're talking about Denver. Uh, right now, St. Cloud is 6-0 in the conference. So there's an immediacy on the part of both of those teams who everyone expects 
and expected to be at the top of the charts to 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 get it done because you know if you want to finish in first win that regular season trophy the Penrose Cup by the way yeah you know whichever 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 copy you know Michael decides to give them <laughs> oh he's going to so get you for that yeah whatever i'm used to it um you know uh, listen we have Denver and, and and North Dakota ranked right up there in the top three. Um, but yet in in the league, Saint Cloud's ahead of them. And well, Saint Saint Cloud has their hands full too because they're going on the road to Omaha. Omaha, yeah. I mean, again, this is just we just call this the typical normal every weekend thing in the NCHC. Um, Arizona State, are you listening? Because you're jumping into this fire next year. Yeah, well. <laughs> That that's fine. I'm 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 down with it. You know, I'm all for it. Um, <laughs> I figured you were. Yeah. Um, so you know, you have, uh, you know, D- Duluth taking on Miami in Oxford. Yeah. Don't you don't need to go there because we don't cover either one of those two schools. But well, um, anyway. You know, but you know, they're both going to look to get healthy on the other. Of course they are. Of course they are. Uh, um. And then you look at, like again, we have these the the other three matchups. So I want to and, play a little game with you on those three matchups before you even divulge what you want to say about these. And right now, uh, here we go. No, 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 no. Little game first. Okay. Here we go. Denver at Western Michigan. Who needs it more? <sighs> who needs it more? Yeah. Who needs the weekend more? Who needs to come out with a sweep? Or um, a, a road split. Who needs it more? Denver or Western Michigan right now, December 8th, uh, will be Friday night. December 8th and 9th, who needs it more? Denver or Western Michigan at this point in the year? Uh, I would say Western Michigan needs it because you're playing at home. Okay, cool. Okay, um, and, let's, and let's play this game that, again. And they're not, <laughs> hold on. You can go back, you know, you can go back into not, detail later. Well, well, no, but you can, uh, go know, ahead. They're not that far ahead in the pairwise over teams 13, 14, 15, and 16. Okay. And, you know, and if you lose at home, even if you're losing to Denver, you lose, you know, you drop. Uh, unless you're Minnesota. If you lose yeah, at home to Wisconsin, yeah, right, then you go up. You go up. Other Maroon and Gold team. Anyway, um, same game, St. Cloud State at Omaha. Who needs it more, Paul? Omaha or St. Cloud State? Uh, I, Omaha. Omaha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Omaha again, for kind of the same reasons and the fact that St. Cloud State's unbeaten in the conference, correct? Well, for that and 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 the fact is, you don't want to get too buried. You know, at this point, you know, you still have a chance to win the conference. You're 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 struggling a little bit. You're you're eleven points down, but you know if you're going to have any shot at getting home ice in that first round of the conference playoffs, you know you can't fall that much further behind. 
Totally agree with you, my friend. And, totally agree with you. You know, and if you're sitting there and you know you're 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 Omaha, you're playing at home, and if you don't have a successful weekend, you can just about kiss a first round home series goodbye. Yep. Okay. Still playing the game. We've got one more series. Colorado College at North Dakota. Paul, who needs it more? Colorado College or North Dakota? That's easy. That's easy. It is? Yeah. Who who needs it more? Uh, obviously Colorado College. Even with North Dakota being the home team. Yes. They don't need to protect home ice this early in the season. You asked who needed it more. Yes. Who needs it more? Colorado College. Okay. Um, so there you go. Those are our our three matchup you're of not, uh, you don't you're not gonna ask me why? Okay, why? Well, I mean, we have an hour to fill, dude. I mean, you know. Oh, well, we've got so much to talk about. We've got well, so much to it, talk about. But is, go ahead. This is kind of the first real bump in the road for the Maya era. Hmm. That's uh, an interesting thought. Bump in the road. Go a little farther with that. Um. You know they have been struggling, right? They 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 played pretty good at, at Miami after losing a couple to Denver and Augustana. Okay, then you don't really they didn't really play well against Western Michigan, and we talked about that a couple of weeks. And then they come back and. A tie and a loss with ASU, where they had plenty of stretches where they played good hockey but didn't get any results. But by the way, um, Arizona State was number twelve in the country at the time. I don't know if you knew that or not. I, I did. I, I I heard that. Did you hear it more than once? Because yeah. I heard it about five hundred times over the weekend. Yeah. Um, so but, I don't know. I I think you're in, a, you're in a stretch here where you've now. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, um, three losses. One, two, three losses. Uh, four, five, six. In, a, in, a, in about a 10-game stretch, you're two, seven, and one. After getting off to a 6-0 and o start. Or a five and zero start. Can't count the exhibition game. <laughs> okay, yeah, I I agree with you. I think it and, is a, a very important series for and, Colorado and, College. And, but I also think Paul not, that North Dakota not, needs to be careful. Well, of course they do. Of course they do. You know, they're highly emotional series in Denver. Going home to to, to play. Like I said. It, a wounded Colorado College team. We 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 know they're 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 not a See, two seven and one team or two six and but, one team over their last. We know they're better than that. But yeah, and that's what I was just gonna say. Um, wounded? I don't know. I don't know if they're wounded because the, I I think they played pretty well. I think they played pretty well. 
I think they didn't get uh, the word, the phrase that Coach Powers liked to use all last season. I don't think they got the puck luck that uh, maybe uh, could have helped them uh, to a victory or uh, could help them, you know, to a couple of victories. Right. I mean, I'm not going to put it all on that. I'm no. just saying, like, I don't I mean, think that they feel that they were badly outplayed. So where they're wounded and angry and whatever. Well, I also a, know that that uh, at least Coach Mayotte loves being in the Ralph. And he loves bringing his team to the Ralph for the environment. Where? So he's going to kind of poke them again and let them know that uh, when you go to Ralph Engelstead Arena, oh, okay. you play, you play, you know, as close to NHL hockey as you can get. Well, see, here's the, uh, and I, I mean, maybe it's good for them to go on the road. Uh, they lost to Augustana at home. Lost to Denver at home. Got a road sweep at Miami. And they're 0-3-1 and on this past four-game stretch at home. Um, maybe they're better off on the road. I think right now this will help them. And I think playing <laughs> in the environment, I think playing in the environment that is the Ralph will make them feel much, much um, better about themselves. But that being said, this North Dakota team is dangerous. Well, and, and, I, and, and we said that at the beginning of the year. Right. And, 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 and I think this is also the guys at CC will get to empty the tanks because, you know, after these two games at North Dakota, the only thing they have between now and uh, a New Year's, you know, uh, a first weekend in January, um, four-game road trip. Uh, and by the way, that's two Minnesota and two Minnesota Duluth, four games, seven days, I believe. To, to the team with a losing record against Southern California. And My Duluth. Bulldogs don't have a losing record no, against... Not, Oh, not okay. not your bulldogs. Okay. Hey, by the way, USC is not far from me. They're not. Well, you know, it's good to know that you're in Big Ten country. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Big Ten hockey, baby. Bring out Michigan. Well, again, Southern California, two and zero against that other maroon and gold team. That's all I can have to say. Uh, you're going to love that research, don't you? Anyway, so this so, weekend, once again, to recap it, Denver at Western Michigan, St. Cloud State at Omaha, Colorado College at North Dakota, and yes, the Bulldogs will be at Oxford to take on Miami. Oh, uh, by the way, the whole thing. By the way, I just, we, well, I might as well address this now because, you know, what the heck. Um, I saw some gripes over the weekend. Um, about a certain stream that involved the uh, Sioux, I mean North Dakota, at Denver. Some people were not happy about the quality of the stream. You know, are they spoiled by the folks at Midco? Yeah. I would hope so. They are. I would hope so. They are. Uh, that, that's a professional broadcast from the start, not to say that Denver or anywhere else does not well, have a well, professional broadcast, well, but 
there's equipment yeah. issues, there's building issues, there's uh, highly paid um, people working everything. So, yes, no. yes. Let's, let's just say um, hello there, people out there. Um, if you had issues with the Denver stream, As they used to say in Brooklyn, wait till next year. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, things are going to have to pick up. So it, it's interesting that that's, that's what the topic was out of the weekend because I thought, um, you know, I don't know where the goaltenders were for Denver, North Dakota last weekend or the defensive the games or the defensive uh, <laughs> uh, postures, but uh, it was fun hockey. It was back and forth. It was exciting. It was an overtime victory for the, for the home team on Saturday night. It was a come from behind for, from North Dakota on Friday night. I mean, it was, it was exciting hockey. I, I think coaches were probably pulling their hair out, well, but, that. but you know what? It was fun, entertaining hockey. And, Guess what, Paul? The the model of our company is we grow the we cover the game to grow the game. So if you want to grow the game, um, sometimes you got to have some shootouts like that. Uh, people like it. It, it. That might have been a version of Big Ten hockey right now. You know, I, yeah, definitely, De- most definitely. And by the way, um, you you probably are familiar. Uh, apparently. Uh, Former uh, NHLer and former, well, was it, was it the Sioux back then? Still, in the early, when did they change? That? What are you talking about? Uh, Jordan Schmaltz will apparently be joining the Mid Crow Crew as long as we were talking about them. Jordan Schmaltz. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just asking if they were. I, I believe they were Sioux then. They were 2000. I believe so. Yep, believe so. When did they change that? Right, Sue, ask Eddie; he'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> did they change it? No. <laughs> they? I don't know. They don't. I, I. You couldn't tell by the crowd. Okay, so uh, before we go to break, let's go through the rest of uh, these schedules. Arizona State hosting Dartmouth. Let's play the same game, Paul. Who needs it more, Arizona State or Dartmouth? Well, that's easy enough. That would be ASU. Really? 11, 3, and 1, or 2? What do they have to prove? Um, what, well, what they have to improve. Oh, they have to prove to you. I know that. Well. By the way, anybody reach out to you recently and, and tell you that, you know, um, maybe the other 11-win team should be with the other 11-win team? Besides you? I don't really yeah. know my sources. Uh, okay. Um. Well, you know they're they're playing at home against a team that they they are better than, um, and you can't afford to lose a home game to a team that is currently forty second in that neighborhood of the pairwise. You just, okay, one more question for you then. Let's let's play the hypothetical. ASU gets a sweep, right? And um, they look at the pairwise on Sunday. Where are they? No idea. Where are they right now? 16? Right now they're at 16, but I don't know. What, what are the other teams going to do? So, what is Saint, so sweep of what Dartmouth, is, what, is, what does that get them? What if St. Cloud gets swept at Omaha? What if Michigan gets a split at, you know, wherever they're playing? Well, if it's a Big Ten school, they're going up. Well, that's You know true. about that. It doesn't matter that's if you true. win, lose, that, or draw. That is, 
seven, six out of the seven teams right now are going to be uh, are highly ranked. Well, there's yeah. Well, and it's it's only going to get you know. Losses don't count in that league. No, no, they don't. Um, (laughs) Anyway, anyway, so so I I think that's going to be very interesting because, as you just mentioned, a team that's what forty second in the pairwise versus a team that's sixteen in the pairwise. How much can you gain by beating them at home? Because everybody and their brother expects that to be the case. Correct? Uh, Yeah, Michigan. By the way, doesn't play for another month. I don't know how that works, but. Like again, another. I guess it's very much like scheduling is crazy. It's great. Denver won't either after this weekend. What are we going to talk about? Oh, there'll be plenty to talk about. There's this thing called the World Junior Championships. Oh, that'll be something to talk about. (laughs) Anyway, um, and and Arizona State after this weekend is going to play their good friends, or at least the coach's good friend, at Robert Morris. Well, the weekend true. after. He's going to go visit his daughter. And bring the hockey team with. Bring the hockey team with him. <laughs> I, I don't think... Uh, I, 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 I don't think Coach Schooley will have the ASU team over his house, but I'm sure that the Powers will be there, at least for one night anyway. So I anyway... I don't know if it'll be before or after the games, but... You asked what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about. But anyway, um, so ASU, Dartmouth. um, Where's our friends at Alaska, both Fairbanks and Anchorage? What are they doing this weekend? Um, Well, first of all, again, the the, the Nanooks coming off of a big weekend on the road at Anchorage. Uh, They're going to rest. Good idea. I like that. I like rest. You know, they're going to rest on their laurels. Not really. They just don't play this week. But Anchorage will be <laughs> on a nice weekend at UMass, getting that warm weather. Ooh, yeah, that that's going to be it. So let's see what Anchorage does, because you're the one that said you thought Fairbanks might be in their head. Yeah, I do. Um, I, I, they're going to really come out of it. That. They're going to come out of it at UMass. They have to. Well, yeah, I just, I well, I, you know, I think that uh, I really, you know, I, I've said it, and you know, again, it's it's pretty, it's 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 what is it, thirteen years in a row? Fairbanks has won that thing. It's ridiculous! It's ridiculous. So, um, and UMass, you know, and that thing was the Governor's Cup, by the way. Yeah. Okay, just making sure people understood. I get it. It wasn't that thing. It was the Governor's Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know. Okay, so uh, so where are our friends at um, Augustana? Where are they off to? Now, let's see. Where are they going to play? You like how I throw these things at you and wing it? Well, you know, that's what we try to do here. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. (laughs) Well, tonight I'm really winging it because I had no time to prep whatsoever. They They must be driving. To Fairbanks because they're not playing this week and they play at Fairbanks in two weeks, so they must be driving. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> they got a week off. No, they're not driving. Trust no. me, they're not driving. That'll be a fun trip for, for sure. the Vikings to make that no, it, trip up no, there. No, it's not. 
Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll get to go, um, you know, maybe snowshoeing, maybe do some uh, dog sledding. Um, the guys, they ask it takes care of you. Uh, listen, I am, listen, I have no doubts about the hospitality that the <laughs> folks at Fairbanks and Anchorage treat their guests. I know that is not. But so did you book your flight yet for January? Again, that's not happening. No? Nope. You have no in no interest, sorry. No, I don't. Nope. Okay. All right. So uh, Augustana is um, off. Linden Room we know is off because they need some rest. Yeah. Uh, and they'll get it. Yeah. How, how about the uh, the Air Force Falcons, Paul? What's going on in the uh, the world of the Air Force Academy? Well, I mean, everybody else is off, so maybe they're off too. I don't know. I don't think they're playing this weekend. I didn't see them. How can they have a week off when they play in Atlanta hockey? Don't you have to play every week just to get your games in? I don't know, but they don't play again until after Christmas, so a lot of Holy teams taking a break. Man, I guess I need to take a break then. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, lots of good stuff. I like this conference schedule with the NCHC this weekend a lot because, like I said, I want to play that little game of who needs it more, and uh, it's pretty obvious Um there are some teams that need it more than others. And uh, you can't, as you so eloquently put it, you can't fall behind much more and expect to have any realistic chance because sweeps, Paul, are very few and far between um, in conference play and in non-conference play. So if you're, you have the ability in the NCHC to pull off a sweep somewhere, whether it be the road team or the home team, uh, that is big feathers in your cap. Well, listen, you you have to admit, and I'm, I'm sure that Michael has done the research on this. And so and I'm relatively sure that if you want to have any chance of winning that conference tournament at the end of the season, you know, the NCHC, the frozen face-off, or are you talking yeah. about the Prenrose Cup for the regular season championship? No, not the regular season. I thought the conference tournament. Okay, I, if you want I, to have any chance to win it, you have to. Um, I doubt that there have been very many teams that have won the automatic bid after playing on the road for that first best two out of three. Yeah, that would be something to look at for sure. That now, is... Uh, now, CC almost did it last year. They got to the championship game. That's a lot of road games to win in a row. Yep. And they or were... Non-home uh, games. They were very, very close. Okay. They got to the championship game. All right, um, but again, you're, you're you're sitting there, and it's just hard. You know whether we want to admit it or not. Winning that many, you know, non-home games in a row, just doesn't happen that often. Not in that league. Yeah, 
100% correct. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We've got stuff to talk about after the break, so let's do that now, and then we'll come back, and we got NIL stuff. we got other stuff to talk about. We'll get to it in uh, about three, four minutes. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. Gensel banks it towards the goalie. Scores. Kale McCarr. Campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Coming to you from the nchc.tv studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is College Hockey West Weekly. Scott Strandy with you tonight on the shores of the Pacific Ocean, about a quarter mile from the Carlsbad Beach, Carlsbad, California. My co-host as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from that big, beautiful palatial estate that takes up a lot of space out on Long Island, New York. Um, okay, the only Paul. Space we- it takes up is the space in your head. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, uh, we'll let some we, of our players we, uh, get back to us on that. Uh, anyway, before we go on here, um, I just uh, reading through, uh, you know, the various websites like I try to do. And um, I noticed that uh, this week, um, it was this weekend up at uh, Sacred Heart was 
the annual, and no one's going to know this name, and I only know it for one reason, uh, Jason Pagney fundraiser for the Connecticut uh, Hockey Foundation, I believe it's called, um, which started off as a scholarship fund for his kids and now helps kids play hockey. Um, I know, like I said, it doesn't mean a whole lot to folks, uh, uh, you know, in the rest of the country, um, except, like I said, the, the only reason I know this or or it um, was the first college hockey game I'd actually been to is uh, when ASU played in this game. I believe it was that second year of their existence. Yeah, I think you're right. And... Um, uh, and and I remember it because uh, they had the uh, they had a whole bunch of stuff to raffle off and things of that nature uh, when ASU first started, and uh, the the team donated a bunch of stuff to be raffled off, and it was just uh, kind of my introduction, the first time I'd have been to a college hockey game. Uh, at least at the varsity level. I had been to a couple of ASU uh, non-varsity games way back in the Stone Age. <laughs> way before I was even born. Uh, yeah, clearly. Um, <laughs> so that was, um, uh, you know, that was many, 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 many moons ago uh, when that happened. And it just... You know, like I said, I, I, I saw the story, and it just kind of reminded me of that first game that I was ever that I ever went to. They lost three nothing, um, but it didn't matter because I sat in the stands. That was their first year as a varsity program. I just sat in the stands and and just took it all there. in. Took it all in. Yeah, it was um, game number five. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Fifth game in school pro in, in program history. They hadn't played a home game yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so just, that's, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Glad you did. Um, you know, uh, I, I know, again, we don't cover a lot of Sacred Heart, but it was just something I saw and I just, it, it rang a bell and I just wanted to comment on it. Now we can talk about whatever. Okay, um, proposal is what I understand for uh, a new NIL-style deal for NCAA athletes. Well, I don't... Uh, does anybody at the NCAA know in the heck what they're doing? Does anybody? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know... I mean, I've been I've been through where they're headquartered, and uh, I'd say, based on the fact that it's hard to find their building, no, they probably don't. I mean, we know that in certain places, um, the exchanging of certain, um, shall we say, documents. or other compensation has been done under the table. Um, 
and it's only recently because of NIL that some of it is that a lot of it has become above the table. But now the uh, person running the NCAA in Charlie Baker, who was a politician. <laughs> of course he was. <laughs> of course he was. And he's just like, ah, screw it. Just let the schools pay the players. Right, 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 you know, right. And let's just create tiers. So, you know, it's not like the SEC and the Big Ten for football aren't already, you know, and if you needed proof of that, just look at what happened this past weekend. Right, Florida State fans? Um, and, of course, you know, people tried to get the NCAA to take care of this a decade ago. They're getting to it, Paul. They're getting to it. I know. A lot of things on their plate. We don't want to rush them at all. We don't want to. We wouldn't want to hurry them. They have a lot of things on their plate. They got to move slowly. I know. I know. They just those sloths are just too fast for the NCAA. So anyway, what's this new proposal, and how's it going to affect hockey players in the end? Well, see, that's just the college level. That's just it, right? We have the. Again, just like the moratorium on single-sport conferences, we have the uniqueness of college hockey where you have Division three institutions competing with Division one institutions. And you're basically going to tell these other schools outside of the Big Ten and maybe two or three others. And I don't know if ASU would be in that list or not. Because obviously the hockey program is not the top dog at the in the, in, on the campus. And that's fine. Oh, you're going to go down that road, are you? Well, it's, I got to be realistic. That, that They're not top dog, but are they taking money from those top dogs? Well, clearly they are. We know that. We know that, you know, they, they the the administration said, nope, we're we're not going to we're not going to put any money into anything else but hockey. Screw you, football, and screw you, basketball. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to yeah. Well, that that's the reason why there's a one loss record that's better than others. Clearly, clearly, clearly. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I mean. Again, the uniqueness of college hockey is that those smaller institutions can compete with the bigger ones. And, you know, um, are, are the hockey teams the big schools on the big teams on those Big Ten campuses? No. But they're the only multi-sport conference. They're the only ones with big, giant TV deals helping their athletic departments. Now, so how is that going to affect the game on the ice? Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you. 
How's that? How's that going to work? Are you just again? You're just the you're just the NCA, and you said, "Yeah, we're just we're just going to wash our hands of everything and just collect the the basketball money and go from there." We're we're not going to actually make any decisions. We're not actually going to get anybody together and make decisions. We're going to just let everybody do it for themselves. Whether that's good or not for for college athletics is another story. So, you know, again... So so this is a proposal, though, correct? Let's get it... It hasn't been voted on. It hasn't been approved. It hasn't been... Put into they, they want to, they want to split, NCAA they law. They want to split Division One up again. No, it is. It's not a rule, but you know, what are you doing? <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with exploring the different things, but you know, can, for once, can you make a decision about your head up your rear ends, NCAA? I I, I don't have a problem with you discussing it out loud, but have some thoughts. Have some. How how about this? How about you reach out past the big, the big group? How about you reach out past the big group a little bit and you start looking at everyone? How about that? How about have some equality? Um, I'm not even talking about equality. Equality. I'm talking about just some consideration. <laughs> oh boy, you're just giving them an easy road. <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, so so that came out today, I believe. Correct? Yeah. I mean, I just I I don't understand. You know, all I can say is this. Every time I hear a politician speak, I say, man, it would be nice if everything wasn't so rehearsed. That it would be nice if, you know, they they spoke from the heart once in a while. Then something like this happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, go back to the... <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad because you know who gets hurt in this are the players. Of course, you know that's that's who gets hurt, and that's who they don't pay attention to. And there's there's a few players. If if something like this were, this were to happen, we're gonna get really wealthy, and there's gonna be a bunch of players who are not gonna get wealthy. That's correct. And uh, it, it's you know, and it hurts programs. You're trying to build this. You're trying to grow I, this. I, I honestly, and then you do know. that kind of thing. I honestly don't know. And the number they threw out was 30,000 per athlete. Where's that money coming from? I mean, we know, but we, you know, where's it coming from? And you're going to pay every athlete that, right? So, you know what athletic directors are going to do? They're going to be like the guy, they're going to be like the guy down south who said, yeah, we're we're gonna have to cut stuff to make up for the two hundred and fifty million dollars we misplaced. 
know, yeah. We're gonna have to fi- we're gonna have to fire people. We're gonna have to do all kinds of cuts, raise ticket prices twenty five percent. You know, things along that. You got to do what you got to do, right? Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, it it it's it's craziness. I don't want to get off on a tangent on this. I know we had to talk about it because it's out there, but but you know, it's you know, that's not what what we want to focus on. We want to focus on the good things, and some of the good things I think we need to talk about and kind of wrap things up when we do. Is is goaltending? Because I thought T.J. Semptonfelter was about as good as not only he's ever been, but as a goaltender could be this past weekend. And when you look at it, you got to look at not only the shots he faced and the saves he made, but the positioning that he got himself in. Um, you and I talked about this. I I don't know if we talked on air or off air, but he was moving side to side and anticipating better than I've ever seen him in the past. Agreed. Uh, I I I I definitely think he was. I think that first goal on Friday night he would have liked to have back. But after that, I thought he was locked in. After that, I thought he was um, as as much as he was quote unquote flopping around and and you know going all over the place and just i thought he was locked in and 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 i guess you said it right anticipating things reading things properly and faster and quicker and paul he spent he spent several minutes over the weekend without a goal stick (laughs) it kept kept coming out of his hand and ended up place the other thing is he took some vicious hits um that the guy's driving and that went right through him and, uh, you know, one will stand out where he didn't get hit because he jumped up and over. Yeah. But, um, you know, there, there's some, you, you think the goaltenders don't have a physical game besides the puck coming at them? Boy, think again, because TJ Semptonfilter can tell you that they came at him hard. Um, there's, right. the, Paul likes to say crash the net, but there's crashing the net and there's going through your goaltender. So, yeah, you know. I mean, that was, you know, just ask Trent Burnham how physical playing goalie is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what do you have? Over a hundred saves over 100 on the weekend. Saves this weekend. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's absolutely. Crazy. And then the goaltender of the month in the NC or the week in the NCHC was Simon Lacozzi. Yeah. Your man. Yeah, yeah love that kid. Love that. Kid. He was such a great interview. Uh, I will go back to Omaha just for that interview. You know, he you know tremendous goalie, and. And you know keeps them in every game. Haven't seen him have really too many any uh, too many bad games. You know, um, you know, and and this is, you know, he hasn't played every game. Played most of them. Played two thirds of the games. Got over a ninety-one save percentage. Okay, let me ask you about this goaltender. Um, Ludwig Person at North Dakota. Um, I know he's getting adjusted to his new teammates and know. his new university and all of these things, but uh, I, I don't think he's been as sharp as we've seen Ludwig in the past 
simply because he's got so much in front of him. And um, I he's think, not Paul, seen enough. this is what I'm seeing. Uh, I think after the first of the year, 2024, you're going to see a different Ludwig person because I think he will adjust to the way his defensemen play, and I think he will be able to adjust to, as you said, it. he doesn't see a lot of rubber. It, it comes and goes. And I think he's going to be able to uh, to really sharpen his game to fit the North Dakota style and look out then. I don't know who can beat this team. I really don't. I don't know. I mean, Denver. I just, I'm going to sit here and, 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 you know, if they're on all cylinders, it's going to be very hard to beat them. But if you don't back check, not quite as hard to beat them. Because even though they won on Friday night, they didn't play a whole lot of defense. Denver, I mean, or North Dakota? Yeah. Because <laughs> Denver won Saturday night. North Dakota won Friday night. But yeah. anyway, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I know where the where that was headed. Um, and then, of course, Caden Iberico at Colorado College. I thought he had an outstanding weekend as well. Just, um, you know, I mean, he didn't give up a lot of goals. He he. He faced a lot of shots, especially in that that Friday night first period. I mean, like Arizona State came at him with everything, and uh, he basically shut the door. So that uh, he, he played very well. He just didn't play as well as his opposite number. Opposite number, other end of the well TJ. <laughs> They're not the same number. <laughs> you know. One is thirty. One is thirty-five. Anyway. Um. So, uh, leave the improv to me. <laughs> what do you mean? Leave it's my improv. job to do the jokes. You, <laughs> you just be the straight man. It's a harder <laughs> job, I admit, but leave the jokes to me. Ah, you're funny. You are a funny one. Anyway. Um, you know, and Barico played well. Just, again, you know, it was just not as well as T.J. Semfenfelter who faced a bunch more rubber. And his team blocked a lot of shots this weekend, too, by the way. Oh, yeah, they did. They were in a lot of the shooting and passing lanes, so, and they really frustrated a Colorado College team that yes. I thought played pretty well. And it's hard for Colorado College, I think, to break out offensively when you have teams doing what Arizona State did. So kudos to the Sun Devils for for doing what they needed to do to combat and, and keep Colorado College from making their strides. And I think maybe that's why, uh, you know, at the end of each game, uh, Coach Mayotte wasn't as uh, upset over his performance because he thought his guys did a really good job. It's just that they, they didn't get they didn't get many chances because Arizona State didn't give them any. Well, you know, again, T.J. Semptenfelter was the best player on the ice in Colorado Springs that weekend, last weekend. Um, and he had to be when you give up seven power plays. Yeah, and that that I want to talk about that later, and we don't have time tonight. But uh, that's something uh, for when it slows down here in a couple of weeks, when there's not a lot of games going on. We need to talk about these power plays and and these penalty kills, and find out what's going on because Arizona State's power play has just been rocking, and uh, their penalty kills coming on too now. But um, we'll break it down a little bit and find out what makes. Uh, a good power play and what makes a good penalty kill. Yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> you up yeah. for that? 
<laughs> yeah, listen. it's getting late for you out there in the in in the big palatial estate. The servants are probably starting to turn the lights down and get that little warm milk for you before bed. Uh, yeah, okay. No, no, no. Okay, just checking. How about the dogs? Are the dogs waiting for you at least? No, my dogs are asleep. <laughs> what? Those dogs sleep? Yeah, I don't. But they do. <laughs> All right, take it away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios, Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly, brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or just pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the Mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. For the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to nchc.tv and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. The Tag Creative Group. Search T-G-R-A-N-R-U-D on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with three locations, two in Tempe, one in Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is, in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University, hockey, education, and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. And by College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask. And all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live on the Podbean app. Help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and reviewing ITHSW podcasts, all one word. That's ITHSW podcasts. All one word on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mask College Hockey West Weekly and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. All right, quick rundown on four big series this weekend in our coverage area. Denver at Western Michigan, St. Cloud State at Omaha, Colorado College at North Dakota, and uh, Dartmouth coming to Mullet Arena, the home of the Arizona State Sun Devils. And uh, we'll be playing there in, in an NHL building because that's what they like to do. <laughs> Very true. All right. We'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody.